Hey, this is Wade Reed with the Level Up Podcast. How do you take your coffee? What's your favorite espresso drink? Do you prefer washed process or natural process coffees? If any of these questions interest you, tune in to the Level Up Podcast presented by Nominate Meals on the Lunchador Podcast Network. We're looking at every link in this coffee supply chain from growing and processing to cafe life and home coffee brewing to find the topics that will enrich and maybe even stretch your experience of coffee. So have a listen, check us out on Instagram and Substack, and as always, enjoy your coffee. Hey, Punchy Pals, Mike here. Wanted to give you a heads up that we had some technical difficulties recording this episode, or rather, I had some technical difficulties. In spite of my own sound issues, the other guys and our special guests tonight sound great, and I love their content, so we decided to keep the episode. I hope you love it as much as I do. Technical issues be damned. Thanks for listening. I ain't got time to breathe. Welcome back to another Rapid Strike episode of Punches and Popcorn. Another holiday Punches and Popcorn Rapid Strike. We're bringing the gifts to you. So uh, I'm your host tonight, Mike Huntone. And with me are both Couch Potato Ninjas. First, our illustrious professor, Dr. Dominic DeMore. Hello. How fast do I need to speak? Do I need to sound like the micro machine guy? (laughs) Keep with that. Keep that. Uh, <laughs> no. And we also have our genius, Jason Bill. Yeah, I forgot on the last Rapid Strike what Christmas pun I used or whatever, so I'll just uh, say hello. I'm excited to talk about this movie. Yes. And a special guest, our friend uh, from Fright Rags, uh, Christopher Tansky. Thanks for having me, guys. Welcome. Yeah. yeah, we're excited to have you join us to talk about this movie. So again, you know, our first Rapid Strike, we talked about... John Woo's Silent Night, which was, uh, it came out around Christmas time, Same but night. I think the movie that we are talking about tonight is a sure bona fide Christmas movie, and maybe we'll decide if it's a bona fide Christmas classic. We're talking about 2022's Violent Night. So we all watched this, and uh, I know we're all excited. Tansky, the reason that I have you on with us tonight. It, besides that, you know, I, you're someone that I love talking to about movies. Uh, again, you work in the movie business, and your perspective on movies is always interesting. And this is a movie, going back to when it came out last year, you were raving about loving. Tansky, for our audience here, why don't you give us a little background, uh, you know, how you came at this movie, kind of what is your background, and a little bit about Fright Rags, because we love that company, so what do you do there? You know, and and if Fright Rags has anything out or coming out with Violent Night, <laughs> I wish <laughs> that's a whole lot. <laughs> I, mean, I think I think it was Universal, so we're in with them. We could maybe get the license, but uh, uh, I just been a movie guy my entire life. Uh, uh, my dad always took me to the movies, and then when I became older, teenager, I worked at a movie theater for almost nineteen years, and then that moved into working at Fright Rags, which is, those who don't know, we make apparel based off of mostly horror films, but uh, I mean, pretty much any and everything. We've done stuff for Back to the Future. We've done stuff for Bill and Ted. So it's not just all horror. So it's just stuff that you guys grew up watching and loving and and uh, just enjoying. But I, I'm the production manager at there. So I plan out releases and get artists and come up with ideas so 
that's my uh, trade there. But uh, yes, uh, Violent Night, um, just from the get go, uh, I'm a huge David Harbour stan. So anything he's in, I'm, I'm going to see. And it just mm -hmm. looked like uh, my cup of tea, uh, a, a action movie with Santa Claus as the action star. I mean, that just uh, anybody could have played that role. And I'm at, at, in the door. So the fact that he was playing it, it was just uh, aces. Yes, David Harbour's star could not be higher now, or especially when this came out, right? On the We're following, of course, Stranger Things, Black Widow movie. He's the guy, right? Yes. So it's he, Hellboy. He covered from Hellboy. Oh, yes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so yeah, let's. So we're talking about Violent Night, and we got Tansky here to help us talk about this. Uh, Dom and Jay, I just want to hear first off, having seen this, whether you saw this back in 2022 or you were like me, who just watched this in the last like 24, 48 hours. Finally, oh, what did you think? It's so long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ahead. I'll go ahead. Well, I thought this was awesome. Like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't a perfect movie. There was, you know, there was some stuff in the plot that I was like, uh, you know, and honestly, if the mercenaries killed everyone but the little girl, I would have been like, nah, it's a lateral move. But, like, <laughs> that's not why we went to the movie. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it filled both niches that we get from a Christmas movie and an action movie, which I thought was great, because it had the whole Christmassy angle. It was a legit Christmas movie. It was about believing and hope and the power of family and all that <laughs> stupid bullshit, you know. But also, but also, like, Santa's a Viking with a warhammer. Like, yeah. well, it's a sledgehammer. It's a 12-pound sledge, but he uses it like a warhammer, and he stabs people in the face with sharp candy canes. And he's an alcoholic. Like, I, I don't... Like, what... what I, You have to have the... I mean, he's, like, channeling this Bruce Willis-style action hero. You know, like, yeah. down on his luck, definitely substance problems, kind of lost faith in humanity, you know, Andy Santa, which kind of contradicts itself, but they made it work. So yeah. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. It's the Christmas movie. Die Hard claims to be what I really, Ooh, watch what it, I watch really it, watch it, watch the sacrilege, man. Right. Uh. I'm sorry. I apologize. It is the season of, of giving and forgiveness. So please. Um, what I liked about it is I kind of always go on skeptical in a movies where, um, you know, there's, Obviously, this is like a Christmas action movie, but as soon as I saw Beverly D'Angelo show it up, it, it like it filled my like fan fiction Griswold. Like this is what happened to Ellen Griswold. She got rid of Clark and started her own family and became this like mogul. So <laughs> I was just like, oh, OK, you got you got Beverly, Beverly D'Angelo. I, I, I leaned in and I was yeah. with the movie from that point. Yeah, she gives us some real Christmas movie cred, right? That yeah, absolutely. She said like this is. Ellen Griswold. Ellen, yeah. Oh, wait, or in the movie. What I'm talking her previous life as national. No, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. It's, it's the okay. witness protection. I don't know what her name is in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Gertrude, I think. Remember? Because yeah. that's the whole pun on Bertrude. Bertrude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also, yeah. also, I, I want to jump in, though. Like, as far Please. as, like, I was, I'm always happy to see Edie Patterson. Who does, it was, yeah. yeah, she was so funny. She was so funny. Like I love her in Righteous Gemstones, and that's a recommendation. Oh, if so you've good ever, oh, if yeah. you've ever seen Righteous Gemstones, uh, <laughs> like if you haven't seen Righteous Gemstones, watch it. She is 
so funny, and she plays character on that show. Yeah, and oh, she yeah. plays a very similar character to this, and and I'll very. I'll take anything with with her. It's just she's so funny. So we get a couple. Uh, obviously, we mentioned Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, David Harbor, of course, is our Santa that we'll talk much more about. We got John Leguizamo as the bad guy, as Scrooge. So the other two like big guys in this, there is Alex Hassel. Hassel is the the husband. Like he looked kind of familiar. Do you know him from anything? Should, is there anything I should have seen him in? Not that I know of. But, but what I love about him is his character is actually, I mean, what I read on the internet anyway, is based on Mark Wahlberg. Oh, um, yeah. Like that's who he's supposed to be channeling, which I think is pretty adorable because even Wahlberg, back in 2012, he claimed that, you know, if he was on one of the... Oh, no, you're planets, talking about... Sorry, Cam, I was Cam I was thinking... Or whatever his name is. Yeah, Cam Gijanet. Oh, you're right. Sorry, yeah, sorry. You're actually talking about the, yeah. the lead guy. Yeah, yeah I, I'm at the, the lead guy. But right, that guy looked I'm him so up. Sorry, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a Twilight guy. I apologize. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And I saw, like, he's been in a ton of these, like, DTV. I figured he was maybe your guy, Jay, because it looks like he's oh. been in a ton, bunch of DTV action movies. And I know, like, how much really? you love the directed video stuff. Definitely. I don't recall him from those. I don't know if he's crossed paths with Scott Adkins, which that's really the <laughs> well, mark then of maybe that's quality not DTV. But... Thank you, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got a different Santa in this movie. A Viking Santa. Uh, how did you guys like that? The Viking Santa. If I may, so I was one. So like, this is the thing about Santa Claus movies. Santa Claus, he he goes from being very much a person in some movies to like nay omnipotent in other movies. Like, remember, did you see that movie with um, Kurt Russell where he plays Santa? He's like. Oh, Chronicles. Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, it was so, but he was like the whole movie. He had superpowers, and he was just yeah, yeah. And Tim, Tim Allen by the end of the Santa Claus can essentially, you know, he's got a magic watch. Yeah, he's he's, he's nuts, you know. So it's like, you know, if you're gonna make Santa a fighter, in my opinion, Santa could just turn you into a present. He's he's the most powerful mutant on earth, in my opinion. So. I like how they were like, okay, we got to take Santa and we got to make it seem like he can lose in order to keep the audience involved. Or you're just like, you're just watching mercenaries just get wiped. So I'm like, okay. And then the angle is he used to be a warrior, you know, and he doesn't really comprehend the magic he has. So he's not a wizard. He's just kind of like... Christmas magic, here we go. But he's like, I can, you know, smash your skull in. I remember how to do that. And so I was like, okay, that's great. That's a great hook to get me to to make him vulnerable, mm-hmm. yet still badass. And like I said, Bruce, he channeled very much a John McClane kind of Bruce Willis character Absolutely. who who is clearly human and he felt very human and very vulnerable and very personal which is not an angle i see with santa claus a lot and so i thought it was a good way i don't see any other way you could have done this so i thought it was very smart did they ever explain like or give any clues as to how we went from viking to santa 
No, I don't. I don't think so. That may be a love for the sequel. Maybe that's. Oh yeah, right. And I, and I hear there is a sequel yeah. coming. So yeah, and I think he wants it. Mrs. Claus to be in it. So maybe it'll maybe it'll take place at the North Pole or something. Yeah, oh, Charlize yeah. I... Theron is rumored to be Mrs. Yep. Claus. Yeah. So oh, that would that would be great. Jay and Tansky, how did you guys like Harbor Claus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, not to geek out but i i did make my own action figure <laughs> oh you did oh so, yeah i i have uh, a obnoxious collection of just david harbour action figures from his days in, <laughs> that's uh, awesome black widow and stranger things so i was like i need his character from violent night so there's this company that makes santa claus action figures called naughty and nice and they're amazing <laughs> figures wow. so i took the body and then his head from Black Widow with the beard, and I just painted the beard white, and that's the head perfect. On the hair matches and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's probably my favorite custom that I've ever made. So I'll I'll send photos after after the oh, show. Oh, definitely do. It's, it's, yeah, please. We'll we'll share that out on our socials for sure. That tells you yeah. how much I enjoyed Harvard Boss. <laughs> yeah, and this is another. Uh, I don't know if it's little known fact, but you might not know is. Uh, Kansky has kind of revealed for us here. I know one of the hobbies that he dabbles in is this custom making figures. I know you've done a bunch of Funko customization. Yes. Yep. That uh, a, really uh, cool. Because of the pandemic, I wanted to keep busy. So <laughs> that was my <laughs> hobby during those uh, awful months. <laughs> hey, you know what? The the creativity that it inspired is right. There's I didn't want to come out of it thinking I didn't do anything. So that was, that was my, <laughs> right, 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 right. That's, I mean, we can't all be Taylor Swift putting out like six albums, but right. Hey, if we can, <laughs> oh, I mean, we could, I mean, we got a band. <laughs> right. What, what is... <laughs> right, right, right. They all have, they have would... an album in us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you never know. Uh, Jay, you were a fan of Harbor Claus. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought he did a great job. You know, he's, very David Harbour in it, but that's just what we that's showed up for. Yeah. So it's perfect. Yeah. Right. And it's funny that, that that his role in Stranger Things, right, as Hopper, like really prepares us for this. I mean, it's kind of that same thing, right? Where he's this gruff guy, but also like I can see him as child friendly because for most of us, where we know him from is being around a bunch of kids. And exactly, I've there was some right. There was something, there was like a nod to that, that he said something about like me and five kids or there was some line in there that was like a, a subtle nod to Stranger Things. Yeah, we could see him again. He could be pounding that what looked like a really expensive bottle of brandy. And then also he could, you know, be there for that kid. So there was a lot of action in this movie, a lot of fighting. I want to know... Get, so Dom had mentioned kind of offline before this, like we could do a full full episode on this movie, which we could, and maybe we will someday. But again, there's a lot of fighting. I'm interested in knowing since we're a fighting show, what were some of your favorite fights or kills or I don't know what was the action that you really loved in this movie? And there was a lot of it. Uh, for me, it was probably the uh, in the game room sequence where he uh, <laughs> used the star yes. from the tree. And the guy <laughs> plugged it in. <laughs> the plug-in was yeah, because <laughs> that's just a classic. Just you, if you expect Santa Claus to kill somebody, that's probably <laughs> the way you go. I don't know, make a wish on a star kind of thing. But it was a cosmic gum gumbo of just so many different Christmas movies that it was just it was just perfect. I mean, a little bit of Die Hard two with the mercenaries, and then Home Alone. You, you get those references, but. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. I liked, I was reading a, um, an interview with the director who, who I'm a huge fan of. It's uh, Tommy Urkula. He did. Um, Is that Dead uh, Snow? Dead Snow. He did the yeah. two Dead Snow movies, but he also did um, Hansel and Gretel Vampire oh, Hunters. Nice. Yeah, and nice. I adore that movie. That's totally underrated. Yeah, I haven't so. seen it. Oh, it's so much it. fun. It's so ridiculous. And Produced great. by Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it shows at times, definitely, in, in, a, in a really good way. Yeah. Um, but it was just like Home Alone was another inspiration for the film, especially with the, you know, the little girl running yeah, around. Yeah. And But they were actually like, so what if, you know, like the child running around doing these things in Home Alone that would probably kill someone? You know, actually, <laughs> we actually get to see the true fallout from these Home Alone stunts in this movie. And I think it just is, is just so comical and funny and, and heartwarming, also being bloody and gory and, and gruesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Like when he, when one of the gingerbread gets like his chin, his face <laughs> impaled on the, oh, I was, oh, yeah. It was like, I don't think I've had like this combination of like squeamish, just hysterical laughing. Yeah. Like, the part where, uh, what was her name? Gingerbread, the, the woman who like, she lands on the sticky stuff and she comes up and she gets, oh, and it pulls, oh. and it pulls off of her hair. You can see her yeah. scalp and I'm like, oh. I found those. I found the mercenaries kind of goofy. Like you know, when 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 the when the hit squad comes, the kill squad comes, and they're clearly bad guys too. And they're like, "Um, "We gotta go for here." And it's like some guy dressed up at Santa Claus, and they're like, "Could be the real guy." And they're like, "What?" And he's just like, "Just don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. Joke." <laughs> they kind of the the they, the the mercenaries did have a home alone-y kind of goofy criminal vibe to them, which I thought was really good. Yeah, I think like Goofy's a really quick way to personality, like something like to latch onto more than just a goon standing there, like some merc. Uh, so I I appreciated their goofy their goofiness. It added to the whole thing. Well, they kind of took the edge off too of the like That's the it. incredibly violent murders that they yeah very cartoonish. Like, yeah. yes, Looney Tunes, yes, yeah. And again, especially when we get to those Home Alone parts of, like, the bowling balls bouncing and rolling off the trampoline there, that mm-hmm. ingenious idea by her, right? Like, that kid is a, is a, I don't know, future genius or sociopath or... Well, and you had to have the cute, the the obnoxiously cute kid in any in any Christmas movie. You got 100%. Tim Allen's son in the San in the Santa Claus. I mean, there's so many like that. You know, it's like yeah, just it's this necessary cheek trope. pinch, right? You know, Jake level Lloyd cuteness. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite probably was the was the grenade and the bad guy. Yes. When they're outside. And he's like walking away, and then he's like, uh, "I can't. I gotta watch." <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. This idea that Santa Claus, like, I have to watch this. <laughs> like he's having just as much fun as we are watching this. <laughs> and there's connections here to uh, our John uh, John Wick series, where this is the uh, the stunt team from from that series, the '87 11 guys. Um, oh, it is. Oh yeah, and it was um, the co-director of the first one, David. I think it's Leitch, or I'm probably killing that pronunciation, but this is a movie he produced, so it's sort of like, this is like their production company arm that also uses, you know, oh. obviously, their their stunt crew. So I think there's a lot of connections there. And we also get uh, Lake Wazamo in this as well. Um, right. He said, right. Like, he had such a fun time with John Wick, he, like, told, you know, that 8711 crew, like, Any, anytime you got a spot for me, I'll show up. So, and he's oh, in that too. Yes. Oh, yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. All the connections. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw when I was looking at the cast outside of like the family and David Harbour, like everyone else, if you look at their credits, it's all uh, stunt work, stunt, like tons right. of stunt work. So I'm like, oh, that's, as we know, when we cover martial arts films, stunt performers are the people who make the magic happen. So we love them. We appreciate their work. Anytime I see a movie like this where they're putting the stunt people as faces, I always think is super cool. And for, for some reason, we still don't have a stunt Oscar. So I know. Close my mind. Someday. Someday. Well, speaking um, of the stunts, I thought the hammer fight in the, in the oh, I think yeah. it was a barn. Yeah. But like, I remember seeing that. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And then I'm thinking through it, and I realized we watched four John Wick movies recently, <laughs> and I'm kind of spoiled. Yeah, thing, exactly. But I like step back, and I'm like, wait, we're getting like John Wick level, you know? Because how do you make smashing someone with a hammer look realistic? It seems like one of those things, you know, like throwing a punch and having the guy flinch. I feel like that's probably not as hard as a 12 pound sledge yeah, making right. it look like some it kills someone by smashing their head. And I think it was seamless. And I was just like, wow, this is very good. Exactly. So that makes a lot of sense now. And I thought that scene, I don't know if that was my favorite fight scene, but it was definitely like, I felt the, the mo- one of the, a very well done fight scene, like extremely Absolutely. well. Yeah. And it was interesting. That was one of the things I really appreciated about the movie is the fact that they gave us that connection with the Vikings. So you could see like, okay, now I know how Santa is a badass. But then it's very, it's focused on this is his experience. That that moment later in the film, when he has the the AR-15 there and he hands it to the way he's like, I don't know what to do with this thing. And like in other hands, it might just be, oh, Santa's got a machine gun. Now Santa's going to, you know, he'll team hole. six everybody, but right. <laughs> thank you, but thank he, you, <laughs> right? But he, but he's not, and it, it reminded me of um, one of my favorite South Park Christmas episodes. South Park, in my opinion, has the best Christmas episodes, but there's the one Red Sleigh Down that's all about like oh. Santa. Yeah, <laughs> Santa gets shot down over Iraq. And they shocked before. Santa's balls. <laughs> right. And Jesus comes to save him. <laughs> Jesus is like walking in there with knives. And we got to see this in a live action form that I thought right. was hilarious. But again, I like that they they tied it in. And we didn't have to completely suspend our brains to be like, why would Santa be, uh, again, like a Navy SEAL type guy? Like, isn't he making toys and stuff? So mm-hmm. uh, they gave us the background, and then I felt like they tried to keep honest to that throughout the movie. All the, you know, his drinking and all that kind of fit in with the Viking ideal. Uh, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. There's there's our, our part three for this. Uh, the rebirth of Christ, and he has to protect him. So we get like Terminator <laughs> 2 kind of a... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just go all out. Just be right, right, right. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> That is the that is the movie we need to get. Dom, when I was looking this up, I saw this premiered at Comic Con last year. Yeah, we you... saw him there. Remember, so he we was... didn't see him. I got yeah, so we we didn't like... we didn't we you know we didn't cuddle with him. We saw him <laughs> in like the big spoon in a <laughs> so 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 we were in the same room as him. That room being the Javits Center, which is right. literally four blocks long. So like, don't give us too much credit. But yeah, so for those of you who not uh, who, who don't know this, uh, Mike and I go to Comic Con every year to sell my wife's artwork, studiodemori.com. 
right there anyway so um yeah david harbour was being interviewed and they have like this upper level with this big window so they can film the so they can film the person they're interviewing and the backdrop is the entire like crowded javits center and comic-con is is pretty big so we we managed to see him yeah and that's probably we were interviewing it because it was the premiere yeah so that makes a lot of sense I'm just mad that we didn't find out like when it was screening and get into it. That would have been cool. Be like, I kind of like that it's... Out. I feel like a lot of people are catching up with it this season and uh, I don't know. I Somehow like that means more like quality always, you know, you always find quality and a lot of times like this time of year, like just a ton of content comes out and, you know, it kind of takes you a while to get to it these days. So I, I love that this is... Feels like it almost has like a, a cult quality. Like this will yeah, be a film sure. people show people, and it'll you know have legs. And I'm excited about that. Yeah, you show your son on, on like his tenth <laughs> Christmas. You're like, you're now old enough for Violent <laughs> Night. Yeah, uh, I think maybe. 10 <laughs> Don't more. tell your mom. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> here it is. <laughs> you graduated from a Christmas star in Home Alone to Violent Night and Santa Slay. Congratulations. <laughs> So that's this is a good kind of segue, dude. So I think we've all touched on this, and I think we're probably in agreement. But I just want to ask: so do we all think is this a legitimate Christmas movie? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike Silent Night, this is absolutely a Christmas movie. Right. We got the we got Santa all the way through. This is I agree. This is an actual Christmas movie. Now, are you guys It had a going... Christmas villain? Like, okay, John Leguizamas oh. was... I think we need to talk about him because yeah, I, I found him to be a solid, solid villain. Like, Absolutely. I thought yeah. he was great where it's like he's in it for the money, but then you realize that he's a real... He's a real Scrooge. Right. There's yeah, a yeah. reason for yeah. it that's not necessarily his fault. He's kind of a tragic villain, which are... You know, the best villain, in my opinion. Yeah, he's a tragic villain. And then at the end, he's like, I'm going to kill. He's like, I hate Christmas. I'm going to kill Santa. Christmas (laughs) dies tonight. And I was like, no! So many one-liners like that in the movie. Like, Christmas dies tonight. And honestly, that was the first time he handed up. The rest of the movie, I was like, this guy seems like the kind of guy that's just like, I gotta, I'm robbing these people. I want to get the money and get the hell out of here. I didn't find him to be over the top or like a mustache twirling villain until that very end. And he realizes that Santa is actually Santa. And he's like, the money doesn't matter. I hate Christmas. And it was just great. It was great. (laughs) So are you guys putting this on your annual Christmas watch? Oh, yeah, is this 100%. Yeah. This is going on in mine. I might watch it again nice. <laughs> before the end of this season. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. So if this is a Christmas movie that we're putting on our Christmas list, it's important to review. Did anyone, and it could be us, learn the meaning of Christmas from this film? And how? <laughs> I mean, I've always had the meaning of Christmas. This, this is the quiz. <laughs> Oh, this yeah, is yeah, tough. Yeah. Mike, you got something you want to start us off? Yeah, maybe you, you start this one. <laughs> I mean, I think that it proves to us that Christmas is a time of giving, whether that giving is lumps or grenades or toy bikes and presents to give. <laughs> There's all kinds of presents to give, right? Yeah, maybe being a little less cynical. I think Santa learned some lessons in this. Uh, you know, he's a little jaded, a little, you know, he's kind of lost the spirit a little, so... And that's what, yeah, uh, I mean, we can do spoilers, right? 
Oh yeah, I think so. Oh, right? Yeah. I mean, the the love of the family what warmed his heart and brought him back to life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's right there. And they, and they burned the money, so it was like the commercialism. Like they right. got. Little, yeah. <laughs> oh, there. See, it's all these. This is this is as hardcore Christmas movie I think as you get in many ways. <laughs> uh, I'm just interested. So this is you know maybe not your traditional Christmas movie. Um, at least not one you might show to your family of small yeah. children in front of the fire on Christmas Eve. Uh, I'm interested if you guys have, uh, for me or our listeners, any other alternative Christmas movies that you love or would recommend. It's a little obvious, but I'll say Gremlins. Like, that is uh, <laughs> just the that's most. Almost, that's almost Christmas a perfect movie. Christmas movie. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I don't, I don't know how anyone can dispute it. I mean, obviously, Die Hard. Um, it's right. It's a debate every year. Uh, I do Lethal Weapon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, kiss, I mean, kiss, I, bang, bang. Sometimes yes. I watch that every Christmas. It, Great. Call. Anything, any Shane Black movie is guaranteed right. to be Christmas. It will be Christmas Three. somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Batman Some. Returns is technically a Christmas movie. Yep. Yes. It's not idea. good, but it, you know. <laughs> oh, a lot to love in that movie. Oh, yeah. So we are actually showing here in Rochester on the, the 20th, I think. Right? We're showing it here in the little. Is that. Yeah. Uh, Tansky, is that a, a Fright Rag Saturday Night Rewind movie? No, we just did our last one for the year with the uh, Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. It was the oh game. yeah, so good. <laughs> That's another. I know we've talked about it different times here, but another cool thing that I love that Fright Rags does. Uh, that's actually how I learned about the company to begin with. Is uh, they'll show at our local theater here in Rochester. The little they'll do regular showings of old movies. Sometimes, often, I think as much as you guys can. In 35 millimeter, I know I've seen everything from like critters to aliens to uh, last last year as part of is like a partnership with Anomaly. You guys did a a 3D showing of uh, Friday the 13th 3D that was uh, that was a real treat. That was so the one I will add that I actually didn't watch until last year uh, because Jay was just yelling at me that I could that I had never watched it. But it's now going to always be on my list is in Bruges. Oh, I absolutely okay. love that, and especially after watching Banshees of Inisherin, that was my favorite movie last year. I'm just dying to rewatch again. Uh, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell together is magic. With and yeah, you okay. have it all under a nice blanket of Martin McDonough, and that's just perfection there. So yes. I I really love that movie, and that's going on my list too. So nice. I like you, that. Speaking of other Christmas movies, Bad Sand is amazing. Like oh, it's yeah. I I it's a movie about Santa even though it takes place over like a year or two so I don't know if it's a Christmas movie but I love that. <laughs> movie. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of Santa, it sounds like Santa's on his on his way. So I think we got to wrap <laughs> wrap this up. I don't know if it's going to be good Santa or bad Santa or it's Joel Kinnaman coming after us. It's, oh geez, oh, we thought after Silent Night. Uh, thank you again, guys, for joining us. Uh, Tansky, where if our folks, our listeners want to check out Fright Rags, uh, where can they find, uh, where should they go to find your stuff? Uh, www.fright-rags.com. Uh, we got this week, we have a Joe Bob Briggs charity Christmas event. And then at the end of the month, we have Barbara Crampton's birthday. So we're doing a cool design for her. Oh, nice. It's just oh my uh, God. business as usual with all the, the great movie titles. Everyone knows them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out Fright Rags. They bring out new stuff all the time, and they're always reissuing 
old designs. There's great stuff. Some of those, I know, Tansky, you've been involved in designing yourself. There's really cool stuff. Check them out. They're on, uh, I think, all the socials at, yeah. at Fright-Rags. Yeah. Uh, follow us on our socials at Punches and Popcorn. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and newly on threads and TikTok. Or, again, yes. you're talking to a collection of 40-somethings here, so I wouldn't claim to do any of that stuff credibly, but it's there. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rapid Strike. May your days be merry and hopefully not filled with violent mercenaries. Good night. This has been a presentation of the Lunchmore Podcast Network. <laughs>